there is a tool, a tool, actually is a tool of meditation, something that you can engage to always determine the atmosphere or your internal atmosphere. As a matter of fact, you see, your external atmosphere is what determines your experience, right? Your external environment determines your experience. That's true. That's true. Now, if you live in Lekki, Lagos, you will have the experience that is created by that environment. If you live in Ajegunle, your experience will be influenced, will be, will be impacted by what? That environment. So your environment determines your experience. Your atmosphere determines the air you breathe, determines the quality of the air you breathe. Your atmosphere determines the quality of air you breathe. All right? Now, as it is, these things are principles. They are laws that govern life, both in the natural and in the supernatural. So your external environment or your experience is at the mercy of your environment. Okay? But do you know that your external environment is at the mercy of your internal environment. Your external environment is at the mercy of your internal environment. Do you know that by reason of, you know, your being able to reconfigure your internal environment, you can live in a Jegunle and you will have a Lekki experience. Yes. By reason of, you know, reconditioning, reconfiguring your internal environment. Now, what I am trying to say is the same thing that scripture says. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Your internal environment is made up of the components of your thoughts, your imagination, your visualizations, your, your internal components, your internal faculties, your attitudes, how you think is how you function. How you think is how you speak. How you think is how you act. And these things impact your, even your physical environment. Take for example, when David lived, conditioned his internal, internal environment, with God, with the truth of God, with the word of God, with the meditations on God. He conditioned his internal environment with singing praises, worship, spiritual songs to God. You see, when you read the book of First Samuel, you will not understand the protocol that David observed. You will not understand the life of David until you go through the Psalms. You know, the Psalms, especially those parts of Psalms that were written by David, do you know where those Psalms came from? They came from the wilderness. They came from his experiences and walk with God. It is the Psalms that give us insight 
into the real David, who David was. Now, when David was in the wilderness, because he lived in his internal environment, his atmosphere was God. He had the palace experience, even in the wilderness. Men were leaving the city. Oh, did you see that? And running to the wilderness to join David, the mighty men of David. Even the book of, I think, First Chronicles was talking about how men from the tribe of Benjamin ran to what? To the wilderness and surrendered to David. A man in the wilderness. Men were leaving the city. It's like somebody in Ajegunle. I don't know if Ajegunle is still the dirtiest part of Lagos and, you know, the worst part to live in Lagos. I don't know. It used to be. I don't know if it's still the same now. Think about the dirtiest parts of a city. Men were running from the, the, where the allies live and they were running to a man that lived in that place that is said to be the worst. Why? By reason of that man's internal environment, he has conditioned his external environment to do what? To be like the people who are the elite living in affluence, living in beauty. See, it is the internal that influences or drives the external. Now, I said something. I said that people from the tribe of Benjamin, mighty men, warriors, generals, left their tribe and ran to David, who was from the tribe of Judah, right? And they surrendered to him. Now, this may not make sense until you understand that Saul, who was the king at that time, was from the tribe of Benjamin. Was from the tribe of Benjamin. So, members of the ruling council left their places of authority to run after a man in the wilderness who had, by reason of practice, conditioned his internal environment to replicate God, to represent God, to carry God. And by reason of that, there was an outflow you see, David's external environment that attracted such men to him was an outflow from his internal environment. Live from within. Learn to live from within. As a child of God, as a new creation in Christ Jesus, our life is from the inside out, not from the outside in. Live from within. Live from within. These men sacrificed their 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 to the throne they left the 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 you know the palace to join david in the wilderness david was like a king living experiencing the palatial life even in the wilderness this is my conclusion when you condition your internal environment with the voice of god with the god life with the spirit of God, with the truth, the word of God, even if you are in the wilderness, you will have a palace experience. Now, let's flip to the other side. Look at Saul. King Saul disobeyed God. King Saul, you know, expelled God from his heart. He lived 
from the external environment. He was a king and he lived in the palace. What happened to him? Evil spirit tormented Saul. Now, when you live your life without your internal environment, your internal atmosphere being saturated by the spirit of God, what will happen? Even if that person is in the palace, he will have a wilderness experience. Look at these two men. One lived in the wilderness but was having a palatial experience. The other one lived in the palace but was having a wilderness experience. Evil spirits were tormenting him right there in the palace. So it is not about the external environment. It is not about, you know, the provision. It's not about the beauty, the aesthetic of the physical. It is about what is inside. What you see on the outside are products of what is on the inside. David released the light of God from within. He released the beauty of God from within. That beauty saturated his environment even in the wilderness. The world is in a state of wilderness today. Even our nation seems to be in a wilderness today. But I hope you know that there are believers who are living in the palace even though they are in this same world, this same, this same nation, this same environment. So you must live from within. Now, the reason I said all these things is because, you know, that we always come to the point of answering how. I'm interested in mechanics. At this stage of my life and my work with God, my focus is on mastery, mastery of the God life, mastery of the supernatural life. And you cannot come to the point of mastery without mechanics. That is why I will always come, after telling you the reality, I will always come to the point of how. How? How do you, how do you cause the internal, you recondition or reconfigure your internal environment after God, such that it overflows and overpowers your external, so that even if you are in a state of wilderness, you can have a palace experience. Because the presence, the Bible said that in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. It doesn't matter what your condition is, physically speaking. If your internal condition is God, at his presence, the fullness of joy, at his right hand, a pleasure forevermore. So how do you cause this? I will just share with you one tool, one meditation tool with which you can always reconfigure, you can always trigger, is a trigger. You know, the trigger is the part of a gun with which you release the bullet the trigger is like the smallest component of a gun but without the trigger even if the gun is loaded to the to, to its nozzle the bullet can do no work so this trigger is what will help to do what to trigger your internal atmosphere 
it will trigger the god life it will trigger remember everything we are saying there is nothing that god will give you that he has not already given you for his divine power has given to us how many things all things all things so what we are saying is in you but we are talking about you see you are like a loaded gun a believer is a loaded missile a believer is a loaded missile today i'm going to be handing over to you a trigger with which you can launch this missile in your internal environment and in your external environment continuously and what is that it is mantra meditation mantra what is mantra a mantra is a word or a phrase or a clause or a sentence that is usually repeated to change the state your the state of your thinking the state of your mind it is usually repeated is a tool of meditation it's usually repeatedly you repeat it you repeat it you keep saying it over and over and over again what happens in a mantra a mantra is like a trigger that meditation mantra now is a like a trigger that changes the atmosphere of your internal being and when it changes your internal atmosphere over time your internal atmosphere influences your external atmosphere that's a mantra for example when we say my spirit is the spirit of christ my soul is the soul of christ my body is the body of christ that's my mantra see that's my mantra i have you know constantly engaged that you know that mantra for months now and i don't intend to stop now a mantra what happens in a mantra is that whenever you engage a mantra you release what that mantra carries into your atmosphere you change your atmosphere you change your internal being you change your internal milieu you change your environment and when your environment is changed the next thing that follows you is your experience changes when you practice the mantra meditation you are bound to break out into experiences naturally without struggle why do you break out into experiences in mantra meditation because in mantra it changes your environment it changes the ambience of your environment it changes the atmosphere the weather condition now you know we 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 live in a world where there are many voices and as a matter of fact what do voices do voices trigger thoughts voices release words that trigger thoughts every voice will produce thoughts after its own kind by the law of reproduction the law of reproduction is a law of the spirit is a law it governs both the spiritual and the natural and the physical all right every voice produces thoughts or triggers thoughts or influences thoughts after its own kind it reproduces thoughts after its own kind so there are many voices in the world today the voice of darkness and the voice of light and we live in a world where the voice of darkness seems to be what 
overpowering the voice of life. Do you know why it is so? Because many people have not learned to give, you know, expression to the voice of light. So what does this mean? There are bound to, you know, you are bound to once in a while or frequently hear the voice of darkness, hear the voice of Satan. It can come through situations. It can come through things that happen around you. It can come through even your personal, your experiences, the voice of darkness. What, how do you know in the first place that a voice is the voice of darkness? By reason of the kind of thoughts it produces in you. And remember that thoughts power feelings. Thoughts produce feelings and feelings produce experience. Now, so you know a voice of darkness by the kind of thought it produces. Jesus said wisdom is known by her children. So your offspring gives you away. Your offspring reveals who you are. Your product determines your substance. Determine your substance and determine your, your source. Alright? So when you the when you find yourself feeling dejected, when you find yourself feeling feeling all those negative feelings you find yourself feeling depressed can you give me some some of those negative feelings you see the negative feelings depression dejection you know feeling of inadequacy you know feeling like like dying suicidal feelings all these are products of thoughts produced by what by the voice of darkness it means whenever you find yourself in that state of thoughts or feelings that do not represent light, no joy, no absence of joy, absence of peace, absence of the joy of the spirit in you, you know that something is wrong, that there is a voice that is speaking in your mind in your internal environment and that voice is what is producing those feelings if you hold on to those feelings for long those feelings will in turn produce your experience so what do you do what do you do to switch or to change your internal environment to change your feelings to change your thoughts what do you do mantra meditation that's the trigger that's the trigger so when you engage in mantra, what do you do? You see, take this assignment. By the grace of God, we have, you know, engaged enough, enough of God's word. We have engaged the truth of God. What is the greatest revelation to you, to you as a person now? What is your highest revelation since we have been engaging God in praying with the Holy Ghost and praying with Jesus? What is, or even since you became a child of God, born of God, what is the most powerful that each time you remember a revelation of your reality or who you are in God? What is your highest or greatest or most powerful new creation reality, the revelation of the new creation that you have come across? Now, turn that into a mantra. For example, Mine is that I and Christ are one. 
that I am in union with Christ. My highest revelation is that I am in union with Christ. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with God. It means that wherever I am, Christ is here. Right? It means that I am the... the uh, uh, Jesus is me and I am Christ. Alright? It means that I and Christ are one. We are in union. We have been raised together. And I am in Christ. And Christ is in me. So, you see, there is a union of myself and Christ. So, what is the mantra that I developed or I picked from there? My spirit. So, man is triune being, right? Spirit, soul, and body. Man is a spirit that possesses a soul and a body. Alright? So, I say, my spirit is the spirit of Christ. My soul is the soul of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. You see, the revelation of my divine union with Christ is so much, is so powerful, is so heavy that even one year you cannot exhaust preaching on our union with God, our union with Christ. All of the new covenants, they all, the message of the new covenant is the message of divine union that in Christ Jesus, the sons of men have become the sons of God in Christ Jesus. That the Son of God became the Son of Man, that the sons of men will become the sons of God. The message of union, that's the message of the new covenant. You can't exhaust that in one year. Now, when I engage the mantra, the trigger, it doesn't matter what voice is speaking. Maybe the voice of darkness is speaking. Something has happened that has gotten me depressed. What do I do? As I sit down or wherever I am, and in my heart, I release that trigger. I pull on that trigger. My spirit is the spirit of Christ. My soul is the soul of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. What you are doing is you are raising a voice of light. When I engage that mantra, do you know what happens? All of a sudden, that it looks like a switch has been, a light has been switched on in my soul, in my internal environment. All of a sudden, my mind begins to, you know, engage everything that that mantra represents. It is like a portal that leads into more portal, leads into more portal, from one door to the other, from one door to the other. My mind is become, becomes saturated. What happens is that this light expels that voice of darkness. Now, think about this. During the day, the sun, all right, enters into your room. So, you have light, okay? As the night is approaching, what happens? You find out that there is darkness in the room. The approaching of night is the voice of darkness. Now, during the day, there was no need for light because the sun was giving light and there was no darkness. All of a sudden, as the time draws to the evening, there is a voice that is released. I'm using this as an illustration. Something happens. You have an experience. And that experience is, you know, triggers a voice. And that voice gets you to begin to think. You have thoughts of despair, thoughts of hopelessness. You begin to feel hopeless. You begin to feel depressed. You feel unhappy. You are no more joyful. You've lost your joy. You are not, you know, 
things like that happen. Now, what do you do in the night? As the night approaches, you locate, you just keep moving slowly so that you don't bump into anything in the house. Especially if you are in a, a, an environment you've not been before, you don't really know where things are. So you walk slowly so that you don't bump into things and you stretch forth your hand. What are you doing? You are searching for where the switch box is. You are searching and boom, your hand touches it. What do you do? You switch on the light. Really, you switch on the light. All that darkness disappears. It looks like the light swallowed up in darkness. This is what happens. The same thing. When the voice of darkness is speaking, when the depression is coming, by reason of what is going on around you, what do you do? Pick that mantra. Pick that thing. You see, this was why, one of the reasons why I, you know, I started. I think we are going to, we are going to reactivate our meditation channel and start posting again there by the grace of God. God helping us, all right? Now, you pick up that mantra and you locate it and you release that mantra. You release it. My spirit is the spirit of Christ. Now, if my spirit is the spirit of Christ, my soul is the soul of Christ, my body is the body of Christ, do you know the implication of this reality? The implication of this reality is that there is nothing that can happen to me if it cannot happen to Christ. Because we are in union. It means that the experience of Christ is my experience. What that means is that by reason of that, I have triggered the destruction of that depression. I have destroyed that depression. Because Christ cannot have the experience of depression. Christ cannot have the experience. So my body is the body of Christ. So if the body of Christ cannot be sick, cannot break down, how can my body be sick? How can my body break down? That, that, you see, there are a lot in that trigger. A lot. As you release that trigger, as you declare it, you can voice it out, you can just repeatedly mutter it under your breath. It's a tool of meditation. You can just think it. You release it. It's the voice of life. What it will do is that it will begin to cause your faculties internally to vibrate at the frequency of the light that that thing carries, that mantra carries. And that voice of life will begin to produce thoughts in you. What are those thoughts? Exactly what I have told you now. As I begin to declare it, I am thinking, if my body is the body of Christ, therefore, this symptom, this sickness I am feeling is a lie. Because the body of Christ cannot be sick. This depression that I am feeling is a lie. Because Christ cannot be depressed. The soul of Christ cannot be depressed. Alright? So, the thought, it begins to produce thoughts after its own kind. That voice of life, produced by your trigger, the mantra, produces and those thoughts will do what? Will give birth to new feelings. All of a sudden, the situation may not have changed, but your internal environment, atmosphere has changed. Brethren, sons of God, this is how we enter immortality in reality. This is how we engage our divine glorified body. You continue to do this. You continue to practice this. 
all of a sudden, because your internal, it is not the first day, sons of God, that David began to engage God that his external environment changed. Do you know that when David was engaging God in the wilderness, was trusting God in the wilderness, he was still running away from Saul and he was still being pursued by Saul. All of a sudden, the people began to move. Some changes began to happen. The people left Saul. Benjamin left Saul and joined him in the wilderness. Right? Yes, his physical condition had not changed, but his internal condition had changed. His internal atmosphere had changed. David continued finding strength in God, maintaining, you know, the, his meditations on God, practicing the God life, the, he, he, practicing God, cultivating the presence of God. Do you know what happened? Over time, the physical environment of David changed to meet up with the internal environment of David. Where did David end up? The palace. That's right. The palace. The palace. I am persuaded and convinced in my heart, sons of God, that if you will take up this tool and begin to practice it, your physical environment will always rise above to the level of your internal environment. Your external environment will always rise or fall to the level of the amplitude of your internal environment. Your internal environment will always influence and determine your physical or external environment. Your experience is at the mercy of your internal environment. Your internal environment. This is how you trigger, you trigger life. Now, what it means is that the key is in your hands. You can choose not to be depressed. You can choose what goes on around you. You can choose to enjoy life. You can choose. Is your choice. Is your choice. The mantra. Use this tool every day. Whenever you notice that the voice of darkness has come around you, release the trigger. Unload your missile. Launch the missile against that voice of darkness. My spirit, that mind, my spirit is the spirit of Christ. My soul is the soul of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. One day, you will wake up and you will find out that this your skin is glowing like light. Why? Because you have put on your glorified body. One day, I'm just mentioning some manifestations, supernatural manifestations of the sons of God. Because we are sons of light. You think it's not literal. When God, we are called the sons of light, the light of the world, it is both, it is literal. It's not just figurative. And Jesus demonstrated the literalness of being the light of the world at Mount of Transfiguration. Because as he is, so are we in this world. The Bible said as he prayed, his skin began to glow. The skin imparted the clothing that he was wearing. Do you know where that glow is started from? From within him. From within him. From within him. As you engage the truth of God, as you engage this life, what will happen, sons of God, to you is that as your internal environment changes, it will impact your skin, even your body, and it will impact your external environment. You are not helpless. You are the scariest thing in the room. God bless you, sons of God. Love you with the love of the Father. 
in the name of Jesus. Do have a wonderful day ahead. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God.